We've all heard the saying, it takes a village, but what does that look like practically? Today, we discuss how we can all be connected to the mission of reaching young people everywhere with a message of hope. Welcome to the Learning in Community podcast, where every week we explore resources and ideas to maximize the impact of youth workers across our community. This is Rachel here with our producer, Danny, co-hosting this week. Hey. Josh is on vacation, so we wish him well. And this week we're joined by Tacoma YFC Communications and Marketing Coordinator, Aaron Randall. What's up, Aaron? Hi. Thanks for joining us this week. So although Aaron is now on staff with us as a communications and marketing coordinator, she was a special education teacher in Tacoma for 11 years. Okay, Aaron. So big question. I ask this of everybody when they come on the podcast Mm -hmm. and it's a two-parter. So don't forget the second part. First part is, can you describe how you came to YFC? Okay. So how you came to be a part of our our staff team Um, and then describe why you stayed. Um, I came to YFC because really applying for this job or getting this job was an answer to a very specific prayer request. So I'd been teaching for 11 years. Um, I left teaching for multiple reasons. And then I did photography for full time for a little while, decided that wasn't a great fit for me, had taken on a part-time job in publishing. Um, and then like book publishing. Yes. I worked for, Hmm. um, a woman who's my, my cousin is an international literary, literary agent. And so she brokers contracts between, um, international publishers and American authors. Hmm. And I did a lot of spreadsheet work and like typing letters to people and sending emails to Spain and asking where money was and these types (laughs) of things. It was actually really fun. Um, And one night I was driving home from my small group and I was thinking about like needing to do something else. Like this wasn't, there wasn't enough. It wasn't a full-time job Mm -hmm. at the publishing agency, um, which is a really publishing agency is a very fancy way of saying working in someone's home office with them twice a week. Um, and, and that wasn't like going to be a full-time job, but I still was doing a little photography and I had some other things I wanted to work on. And so, but I was like, God, I can't like live like this. So what am I like, what should I do? And I prayed and I was like, I think I need a job and here's what I think I want. Um, or what I think I need. (laughs) And I said, I want to work for uh, some kind of organization or company that has integrity, that it just is a really healthy place to work Mm -hmm. because teaching was not. And it was very important to me not to walk back into a situation that was harmful. Um, and then I wanted it to use some skills and giftings that I had. I was like, I have these photography skills. I'm a good writer. I've got some visual, like, you know, um, artistic, skills, et cetera. Um, so that'd be really cool if I could like use some of those giftings. Um, and I don't want it to be full time. Mm-hmm. I want it to be part time for now. And I also don't want to have to go look for it. Mm-hmm. I would like you to just bring it to me. Yeah. Which is the moment that I was like, that's completely out of line. And, but here you go. It's <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. And I'm going to bed. So do what you want with that. And then I woke up in the morning and someone had sent me um, the job description for this job in my inbox. And I was like, the I looked at my first looked at it. I was like, I can't do any of those things. That's not, 
I'm not, I had this whole idea like, oh, I'm, I have an education degree. So somehow that closes doors instead of opening mm. them. I don't know. Um, I was like, I can't do any of that stuff. And then I, when I looked at it and the, the basic like ask for the job was to tell the story of YFC using words and visuals and stuff. And I was like, oh, I can tell stories and I can use visual. Oh. And then I looked, I was like, and it's part time. And I know people that like work here and give here and like support this. I know it's a place of integrity. This literally, this literally checks off all of the lists, all of the boxes. So I guess we apply for this because it's exactly what I asked you for, God. And you put it right in my inbox and I did not have to look for it. Hmm. So then I sent my resume and then here we are, you know, never having worked in with like, I worked in elementary schools, but middle school and high school, like youth leadership is a different game. I'd been to one, I'd been to like youth camp um, with our like high school kids when I was first started going to the church that I go to. So back in like 2007 or something, mm-hmm. those kids all have like, they're all grown up now and some of them are married and have their own kids. But, um, and there were, I remember some of like the games that they were playing. There was one where they like some kind of relay and it ended where like the kids had to put their head in a bucket of water and then come and squeeze the water over our youth leader faces and try to fill up a bottle. And it was the most disgusting. And I was like, okay, I don't, but I don't, I don't have to do that. Because this is like, these are the people I'm hanging out with are the ones that are like, this stuff's awesome. And I'm like, that's just, I you're can't. like, you weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> if that's how you want to bring people I am Jesus, not one of them. Have at it. i that's not me. I'm um, absolutely one of them. I'm one of the weirdos. <laughs> Ask Rachel about the Cheeto game at Sozo once. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> not on your own podcast. No. I have editing control, so we're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> I am still here because that one piece that I prayed for, that a workplace with integrity that's doing... Because I didn't even care at that moment. I was like, I don't care if I'm working in an office at a construction company, if I'm like working for the city, if whatever, it doesn't matter to me as long as it's a healthy work environment, mm-hmm. people that are healthy and care for each other. Um, and I think God over delivered on that promise mm-hmm. or on that ask here. So one of the first conversations, because we have the same supervisor, shout out to Malia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> one of the first conversations that her and I had about you was like, what you were going to be able to bring to the table because of your background in education. Um, so how do you feel like you get to continue to use like the skill set and the knowledge that you kind of gathered um, during your teaching years? How do you feel like you get to use that now in your current position? Mm, probably there's a few ways. One off the top of my head, the way that you talk about kids in special ed is, um, of paramount importance as a way to care for and honor kids that have all kinds of disabilities and have been in difficult places. Here in this job, the thing that I get to do most of all is communicate like about the kids that we work with to the broader world and the general public and do that in a way that honors who the kid is and their story and their struggle and protects them at the same time Mm -hmm. while connecting the greater public with what Jesus is doing um, through this ministry and in their lives. Yeah. A question that came to my mind while you were describing that is like, well, first of all, it's really 
telling that you have become part of our team and on paper, like your job, your previous experiences don't necessarily like line up with communication and marketing. Yeah. But I think what's telling about that is that we all get to be a part of the village. Like you, Aaron, you belong in this village, like mm-hmm. 1000%. We like can't reach kids without you. Um, and so I guess along with that, what would you say to the person who's like, I don't know if I belong in this village. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if my skill set or like my background aligns with, you know, the work that, you know, YFC or some other youth ministry organization is doing. I mean, on paper, I don't look like I necessarily line up perfectly for this role or to get plugged into this space or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what would you say to that person just based on your experience? Well, one, there are more needs in youth ministry um, than we probably even know exist, mm-hmm. you know, until sometimes it really does take someone being like, hey, I can do this. Right. And then you, and then it might bring to mind, you know, a kid or a neighborhood or a ministry site that, that might need that. There is a, something that could be fulfilled that you didn't know it needed mm-hmm. to be filled until the person that could fill it showed up. Totally. Like, oh, I see, you know, I see the thing that you're carrying and it would fit here, but I didn't see the hole that that would fit in until I saw you carry, carrying the thing that it would fit. Yeah. Like we didn't know we needed to reach goth kids and you were a goth. So there you do go. they still have goth kids? Is that yes. still a thing? I believe so. Okay. All right. Just checking. I've seen them on TikTok. I don't know. I th- you know, there's new. But that, but yeah, totally. That kind of like, that's exactly. Yep. Bringing somebody onto a team that you're like, that person doesn't, they're not the same as person A and person B and person C. So do they, will they gel and fit with this team? Well, maybe they don't gel and fit with that team as it exists, but maybe it needs to exist differently so that mm-hmm. it can mm-hmm. bring in a different crowd yeah. different like reach a different student one that would never have walked up to person a or person b or mm-hmm. person c but person d shows up and now that's a like person and they think that person gets me i could be safe here and then they show up yeah yeah that's good yeah do you feel like yfc feel, fills a kind of niche for you in you know, like you were a special education teacher, like you obviously chose to do that for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like you care about kids. I don't know. <laughs> um, the paycheck. No. <laughs> the work-life balance. <laughs> so many things. So many perks. But um, yeah, so like how does working with us and on this team fill that for you? Mm-hmm. One of the hardest things for me in leaving teaching was leaving those kids behind. And there were kids, because I had taught in a learning resource center that I'd had since kindergarten. And there was a part of me that was like, can I do one more year and see them through? There were kids that I'd had from kindergarten and that they were, my their, my last year was their fourth grade year. And I was like, oh, they have one more year to middle school. And what if I just stayed? Um, and like, I was like, there's actually no guarantee that it will even be as, like, there's no guarantee that this, that next year will be better than this year. And there's lots of previous evidence to show it will get worse. So maybe I just have to go and just trust that they're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. That it's not up to me Mm -hmm. to save all of, you know, all of these children, that there's an entire, you know, 
system involved whose job it is to save and like educate these kids. And I'm just a piece of it. And if I step away, someone else can step into that role. Something that I love about working at YFC is that they (laughs) go after kids in, in the margins. And those are my kids. It's a lot of kids that everyone else is just sort of done with. And that was a thing that I knew about YFC walking in was that all the kids that aren't the leaders, aren't the top of the class, aren't like necessarily engaging with people in super healthy ways, that that's when YFC goes, oh, that's my, that's who we're after. Hey. So you still get to be on the same mission. Yes. It just looks different how the how is the only different part. Yes. Which is cool. Yeah. My actual day to day is different. I'm not sitting in front of kids teaching them things, but I get to be a part of bringing leaders and mentors into their lives to help solve the problems that were getting in the way of me being able to be the successful teacher I wanted to be are these like relationship trauma problems that are problems that only healthy relationships can solve. Mm. And I get to be a part of bringing healthy relationships into the lives of kids. you guys you know what's next it's time for take three so ladies if our listeners are called to this mission like you were Erin probably from the time you were in college you were called to this like greater mission of taking care of and reaching and helping heal young people how do our listeners practically find out where they belong in this village of youth ministry Erin do you want to start us off yeah I think a big thing for life in general uh, and for figuring out like where can you serve and where can you practice mission is prayer. I feel like Josh probably so Josh says this every podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he, oh, be he does. Because I mean, it applies to everything. I mean, I also think praying specifically, like praying really specific prayers. I didn't pray to God to put me in youth ministry. Uh, I prayed for a job, and I prayed a, like a weirdly specific probably out of line prayer. But when you pray really specific prayers, you are then able to see really clearly when God shows up and answers those prayers. Mm-hmm. You don't have to question, oh, was this for like, I don't have to question that this job description that I got in my inbox is from the Lord because it lined up with the four specific things that I prayed about finding a job, even though I looked at it and thought that's not, I can't, what? I can't do those things. I would say definitely one of my takeaways would be super practically like you don't have to rearrange your whole life. You don't have to get out like a five-year plan and like change your whole life around so that you can like be a part of a bigger mission. You literally just have to look at your life and say like, okay, what have I invested in? What have I learned how to do? Or what things have I learned how to do? And how can I like tweak those just a little bit to impact someone else? Like we have volunteers that come on and they just like want to cook. And that's amazing. And you can build relationship over like talking about food every week for six weeks. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, how one kid likes the crispier chicken nuggets than the like not crispy chicken nuggets. Like that's a huge detail to know about somebody's life. Like it's a (laughs) ticket into relationship. Just don't discount yourself because of that's like not the path that you put yourself on originally. Mm -hmm. Well, and in that same vein, Erin, you were talking about not discounting yourself because of a lack of skills or something. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take service in a certain area off the table just because you don't know how to do the things that Mm -hmm. are required. You probably aren't an expert in youth and kids and trauma and relationships and all of the things needed. But I know in my life, there's no 
area that I've grown in significantly that didn't also require me to step into something that made me incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, even a lot of areas of this job are ways that I serve in church that I can look back and see there's been tons of growth in my relationship with the Lord and my ability to impact people and just my ideas of who I am that happened specifically because I stepped into something that I didn't feel prepared for mm. and, and let that stretch and grow me along the way. Mm-hmm. And then you end up finding skills you didn't even know you had. Exactly. Which is and cool. now I can do anything. So. <laughs> Aaron well, is our superhero. See <laughs> <laughs> her work in fullness. Well, Erin, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Yeah, thanks for having me. to have you. Thank y'all for tuning in. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and of course, to come to YFC.org. See you next week.